0: Okay, let's get started with Parshas Tazria. Tafshan Ayn Dalid. Just scheduling note: next week, by the Hashem, there'll be a, a regular Shiur Parshas Mitzvora, and then the following week will be the Hagadah Shiur. Either Sunday or Monday night will be announced. Uh, but uh, now, first, we have Parshas Tazria. Let's get into it this week. Every every uh, Shabbos, as we said, every Parsha gets its own its own week. Baruch Hashem, and let us get into the Medrash at the beginning of. Parsha's Tazria says the Medrash in the beginning of Source Number One. The Medrash Tanchuma in the beginning of our Parsha mm-hmm. is bothered and discusses the connection between the end of last week's Parsha and the beginning of this week's Parsha. The end of Shmini and the beginning of Tazria. We're going to focus on that uh, right now. Why is Tazria right after Shmini? The Issa Shama in the Medrash says as follows. Ka hatino kaze. Uh, what did the end of Shmini talk about? The whole second half of Parsha Shmini was all about was kashras, All about the tami and the tar animals All the rules and regulations of the Bahamas and the Chayas and the Ofos And the Dugim and the Shrutzim and the Chagavim All the Halachas at the end of Shmini Says the Medrash Ka hatino kaze. Ad yad. And what's the beginning of Tazriah about? What the, the Pasuk of the Medrash Tanchum is going on? Isha Kisas Riyav Zacher, childbirth. What does Kashrus have to do with childbirth? The beginning of the Parsha. And we get into Tumas Leda. And then we get to Brismila. And then we get to, afterwards, obviously the major portion of the Parsha quantitatively is Tsaras, which we will save for the end of this year, uh, this year. As Hashem. But says the Kaze." <laughs> before a child comes out from its mother's womb, a Hashem commands it. Va omerlo and says, We know the Gemara that says they learn Kalatura Kula. So that's a Gemara in Maseches Nida. The greatest Chavrusa that we'll ever have is the malach that we learn in Utero. But the Madrash here has a different emphasis. Hilchus kashrus she'er from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. V'zeh lochem ha-tameh. Ezeh You know why Hilchus kashrus is right before Yoledes? Because we get a kashrus shear right before we're born. Hashem says, eat this, don't eat this. U'mishu mekabel Allah v'mei ha kala mitzvah sheba Torah. And he who accepts... We should, we need to accept all the mitzvahs of the Torah as we are about to enter into the world. And then we're born. The question is, there seems to be a jump in the medrash. First, the medrash says that Hashem commands us all of Hilchus Kashris and we accept Hilchas Kashris. And then the medrash just segues and goes right into and Hashem asks us to accept all the mitzvot of the Torah as if Ilchas Kasheris is symbolic, is representative of all the mitzvot of the Torah. Is it? It's just Ilchas Kasheris. So how does that mean? Kol so mitzvah shabbat Torah. Ask Rabbi from Shore. Halleka valibov v'hinei Divriyatan tanchum biur de'maschil d'kadosh Baruch Hu mitzav mitzvah achas. Ezet tochal one mitzvah. Eat this. The Kah, misayim she a love called mitzvah shabbat torah and it goes right into all the mitzvahs. The and that gemara that I just referred to in Nida Taflamid that gemara ends off by saying that as we're born we each take an oath we each take a shvua on all mitzvah shabbat torah. But how is hilchas kashras, if the medrash is saying that's what we get in, How is that? The symbol of all mitzvah Shabbat Torah. Ve'ich no merkan shorach mitzvah achas mitzav v'noso. That's the question. Says Reb HaVam And we're going to connect this to the Haggadah. in Adi Yoma. U'mavur medir v'farshiyah medrash. V'chein m'var barichuz v'pre tzadik. He says Reb Tzadok talks about this a lot in pre He summarizes his ideas. Ki six. Ki inyan kabalas inyan shmira v'machalos asuros kol el kol the first step, a basic step in our Avodah Hashem, is focusing on what we eat and how we eat it. So much of our life is focused on eating. So much of our life, both the mundane and the sanctified. We eat every day, a few times, and in between. And on Shabbos and on Yom and everything kadosh that we do, we also eat. We eat all day. We don't eat all day, but we eat many, many times. Purim, Pesach, So much of our life revolves as as Orthodox Jews revolves around food. I mean, you're not going to we're not going to move into a neighborhood without a, a big Jew, a, a grocery, Pesach, how much shopping every holiday, every Yom Food is such a focus. Food is a Litmus test. How we deal, how we approach that area of our life can have a ripple effect on everything else in our life. If we focus on how we ingest and intake and what we say before and after. Machalas asuros is symbolic and really the larger category of our dealing with food. It says that's that's a basic idea. Matsina Boracious Abria if we think about it, an unbelievable ha'ara, says R' Tzadok, the first sin in the history of the world had to do with eating. The first sin! The first hate ever! Because a person ate when they weren't supposed to. Ki ha'yirida shal adam ba'aveira, the first mitzvah that man got. The first mitzvah and the first ha'aveira. The first command that Adam ever received. Don't eat this, okay? Just, just to eat everything else. Just this, the only thing that's also to you. It was about food. That's symbolic. Why is that the first of Eira? It's not literally Avodah Zarah. It's not Gili Arayis. It's not Shvich that had to wait a couple hours. Kind in heaven. But, actually, it's a machlokus. When exactly kind and Hevel took place, not for now. But either way, the first recorded sin in the Torah is Eitz if that's the first chait, then that's the root of all chait. As the Vilna Gaon says elsewhere, you want to learn the message of a certain idea. Look at the first time it appears in the Torah. The first time a certain word appears in the Torah, so you have to look there to know the root of the word. Right? The Grah says this by Ahava, Where is the first time love is mentioned in the Torah. The first time love is mentioned in the Torah. Right, Kachna by the Akedah, Asherah a as Yitzchak, a father to a son. After that, we have Rivko Heves as Yaakov, right? We have we have not out the uh, the uh, we have Yitzchak and Rivka dealing with their children. We have later on we have Yitzchak Avinu. So later on, there are other loves mentioned, but the first love is the father. So that's just an example. The first time something's in the Torah, where's the first hate in the Torah? Macholos asuros when it comes to the etzadahs. Nimsa line 13. If we accept upon ourselves to act appropriately in this area, that could have an effect on our life. If we control ourselves, if we have derech eretz, if we act like people instead of animals, as we deal with our food, whether it be at home or at a kiddush or at a smorgasbord or wherever it may be. That's shmini. We accept ilchaz kashrus, because that's step one. That's the root of, uh, historically, of the service of a karish barachu. And it continues in the next column, quoting the pre tzaddik, quoting Rabtzaddok. If somebody is mugdar, somebody has nimusim, manners, halachi manners, and other manner, Shema achalou b'kedusha, Mamela shomer kala That's the Pesach. There's even an entire work called Shulchan Shalarba. There, are Abba authored about about food, about eating. He talks about all the halachas. He talks about brachas and benching and eating when one is sitting and not on the run. A whole in the Kisfer Aben Abba A whole sefer Shulchan Shalarba. All about he devoted a whole sefer to eating properly. Not about what to eat and what not to eat in terms of health issues. That's another topic. Mm-hmm. Ma'abiy says, Ubazemavar Preet tzaddik," and the Preet tzaddik continues and says, "Shabbos is shkulah achal mitzvah shabbat Torah. Shabbos is one of the mitzvos shkulos, one of the mitzvos that are connected kolat Why? To be on a Shabbos, adam hubikdusha. because on Shabbos everything we eat is kadosh. Everything has significance. There's an amazing halacha in Hilchis Mysros. That has to do with Shabbos. We know on a Doraisa level, on a biblical level, I could go to a field and eat an apple off the tree until a food has the Gemar Malacha, until it has reached the final stage of processing and production, then there's no chiyuv yet to take off chumas and Miseras. I could go and snack. But on a Doravonan level, there are certain events that give the food Hashivus, that make me say, no, okay, before you eat, you have to take off chumus and maestras. If you take it into your house, if you cook it, Shabbos. It's Shabbos? Automatically. Your Chayev and Shumas and Meisras. Why? Because Shabbos gives everything significance. Every morsel of food that we eat on Shabbos has special significance. That's why, says Reb Tzadok, Shabbos is connected, calls a kula, Kozmach, eating, which is a, something that we all do so much of. says says that becomes elevated, and in that way, Shabbos is connected to our Kula. And just to end off, he says, relating it to the there, the first Agad of Art. Maybe we'll have another one at the end. Uh, but, but again, in two weeks, will be the Agad this year. The Russia asks, "Maha hazos What is this avoda that you're doing? So many questions come up in our head. What's the lachem? What's the difference between the Chachem and the Rasha? But what's he asking? What's this avoda? Hare what's the, what's the simplest interpretation? The Avoda is the current Pesach. What's this avoda? But the way that Rahlakah Valibov reads it is avoda Hazos. What is this avoda lachem? Lachem always means that it has to do with you. The Gemara says elsewhere. nami lachem. Everybody agrees that on certain holidays you're not allowed to fast, you have to eat. How does the Gemara say you have to eat? By saying you need lachem. You have to have Human consumption, not just spiritual pursuits all day. That's the word the what the word lachem means. See, so he says, Ma'avodazos lachem, the Russia can't understand that. That's how I serve God through my eating? That affects my whole life. Ma'avod Lachem! What is this element of serving God through the physical, through serving God through the eating? And therefore, so he says, this is not for me. I can't understand this spirituality, taking the physical and uplifting it. Not for me. And therefore he throws it all away, And interestingly, he doesn't quote it. But what do we do to the Russia? Knock Not got his teeth. But what's the teeth? The teeth. That's about the eating, right? The lachev. You got the teeth. You don't understand. He's supposed to use the teeth. To serve a kaddish with to chew to eat it says that's it says that's what we learn. that's the end of parsha shmini and the beginning of parsha tassria okay moving right along another medrash at the beginning of the parsha that's quoted in rashi first rashi on the parsha by adar hashem Mar. hashem says to moshe remember last week we had a unique pasuk in the torah by adar hashem el aharon Laymar. not this week this week we're back to by adar hashem Mar. Taberel B'nai Yisrael Amar. Speak to B'nai Israel and tell them, Isha Ki Sazriya V'yoda Zachar. A woman has a baby boy, V'tama Shivas Yamim, Tumas Leda. Maybe we'll touch on that at the end. We've we'll touched on that in past years. And she's tummy for seven days. Says Rashi, Isha Ki Sazriya, Amarev Simloi. Says Rev Simloi in Vayikra Rabba. Kishayim, Sheyitzir Raso, Shal Adam, Acher, Kolbehema, Chaya, V'opim, Isa Bracious. Just like man was created the last creation, besides Shabbos. Man was the last creation recorded in the Torah after all the other animals. The end of day six, or at least the last creation of day six, was man. Just like he was created last, the halachos about man are discussed last. So Parsha Shemini talks all about the Tameh and the Tar animals, and Parsha's Tazriah is all about the Tome and the Tar people. Right? So first we have a Yoletis, and then we have a Mitzora, and then we, at the end of next week's parsha, we talk about Anida, and Azav, and Azava. Right? All Tumavatara of people are discussed after Tumavatara, kosher, non-kosher, of animals. So it's a parallel. We were created after the animals. We were discussed in the Torah after the animals. And there's another Medrash that Rashi also quotes part of it later. Now, if you look in source number two, on the second line, the Medrash says, Middle of the second line, after quoting Rashi, Uba Medrash, Hadahu Hey, Hey Dalit, Achor Bokedem Sartani, Backwards and forwards, Hashem created me. Om Rabbi Yochanan, what does that mean? The back, the front. The Medrash says, Im Zacha, if man is Zoche, Om Rimlo, Atakidam Tolachal <in> Maisebracious, then we could say, You came before, not chronologically. But you are the goal. You are the top of my subracious. Right? As we say, so, right? So, right? About Shabbos. It was uh, created, it was last, but it was the ultimate goal. Right? The ultimate goal of, of my subracious. Mashavatrila. Says the Medrash, So if we're Zoha, we are Kodem. The Imlav. But if we're not Zohche, Omrim lo yitush And if not, we tell him, the mosquito came before you. What does the Medrash mean? Again, the Rashi, we were created last, but the second Medrash, which means it's Im Zohchi Lo explains the Shem We're going to have two thoughts on this Medrash. First comes to the Shem Source number two. The Pesher Adavar. Ma'shenivra adam Besof If we think about it, man was created the last. The last thing. What does that tell us? dafka lizgusa omishum Why was their created last? Is that because he is the ultimate? He is the pinnacle. This is building up. Omishum Sheyi Or just practically, we want everything to be ready for man when he when he's born. So he has food and he has animals to help him. Let me give a mashal to explain what I'm trying to say. Whenever something comes last, you can look at it in two ways. Why is it last? Is it really last because it is the least of all of the items in the list? Is that why it's last? Or is it the most chashuv? And he says, when you have a lineup of speakers at a dinner or at an event, does the most chashuv speaker speak first or speak last? It depends. Sometimes, yes. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes you want everybody to get there on time. So you say, oh, so-and-so is speaking first. But many other times, no, it's a build-up, So you want people to stay till the end you don't want people to leave, so if you have to speak, everybody's going to leave. So you wait till the end, because he's the most chashuv. And in that way, acharon, acharon, chaviv, in the true sense. K'moshah zeppolet like by meetings. shel lefamim, yoter chashuv, l'tab the most chashuv speaks first, ulefamim achzik emoswa ala or you stay till the end, k'day shalom yis pazer so everybody doesn't leave. So he says, that's the Rashi here. We have the potential for either one. We're last. But what are we going to make of being last? We need to get to decide. HaKadosh Baruch Hu left it open. We were created last for what purpose? If we do not use our uniquely human qualities, you can relate this to the eating also, but if we make ourselves the highlight of creation, if we make ourselves the goal, the Yitzir Kampaf Shalach HaKadosh Using everything He gave us, zacha. Then we're then we're we're at the end. We're like that great speaker that everybody waits for. But if not, if we don't use it, then Kodesh Baruch Hu said a mosquito is in front of you, right? If we don't use the the kohos that we have, Kodesh Baruch Hu says, look 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 what you were created. It's all up to us. We get to write the script of our life. We get to write the script. Why did Kadosh Baruch Hu put us last? He just did that, but it's up to us to fill in why it's true. Along these lines, a different thought, but they definitely work together, explaining the same Medrash, is a thought in the Hadrash V'cha'iyun, in of Aaron Levine, Ishaqis Azria, source 3, again he quotes the same Medrash, Ishaqis Hadu D'chsev, Achar Sartani, Ha'adam Murkav Mishnei Chalakim Shonim. The Gavos of the Drashvah Ayin, as we have seen in the past, is that he takes and gathers many different Chazals from all over and he understands them in a deeper way, fitting into the idea that he develops. So he develops the idea and then he's going to relate a couple of Ma'amare Chazal, which we usually don't understand in the way that he understands them. Says the Drashvah Ayin, Ha'adam murkav Mishnei Chalakim Shonim. As we know, we... Each of us are made up of two parts. Two halves. Michele ha-gufu, Michelek We each are physical, but we all have a soul. A special soul. The Gemara describes in brachas the parallels between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and our neshama. Unusual Gemara in the first paragraph of Masechah's brachas. Right? Just like Hashem sees and is not seen, so too our neshama sees and is not seen. Just like Hashem fills up the whole world, our neshama fills up our whole body. Number five, five or six different uh, parallels between our neshama. We each have a neshama. elokam Haguf offer lukach. Our body is taken from earth. It's taken from the earth. What does it mean? It's totally physical. Just a piece of flesh. omer right? yisodo. What does it say in Pirkei Avos? Right? We have to remember, after 120 years, where is the earth. That's why we return. Our neshama, which is also going to return. We say it every morning. you gave me a pure neshama. Right? You're going to take it back. We have to be good shomerim for our neshama. But that's the other half of our existence. It's from, from the kisi ha That's our eternal side. And that's what it says in Brayshus. In his infinite wisdom, created a unique being with both of these elements in it. We're called Adam from Adama. We come from the earth. Vigam nafach where's your create adam right we're like what do you mean we came from the earth we came from you know our parents and our grandparents the first go keep going back adam arishon adam arishon was created from the earth vigam nafach ba and akdash Baruch hu also breathed into him a hu gelek anafesh ki ruach sambekirbo unishama na thambesocho he doesn't quote it, but that's what the Ramban says in Parsis Bracious on the Pasik Naase Adam bit Kid Museinu. Rashi says Hashem is being anonymous. Hashem is being humble. That's what I say. Oh, I created Nasa Adam. We did it. It's all about we. Right? It's all about the team. But the Ramban says, no, Naase. Naase means I get we, the physical world, and the spiritual world. The like Kodesh was saying there's a, there's a double creation. Guf and Because these two halves have to have a happy marriage and they have to come from different sources. One comes from the Shemaim, one comes from the Aretz. They really pull us in opposite directions. They have different sources. What do you expect? But the Kaddish says that's the point of life. The point of life is to take these two creations... The guf and the neshama, and try to create a happy marriage between them before we even get to our own marriage and during. <laughs> our physical body yearns for physical pleasure and physical enjoyment and physical fulfillment. <laughs> right, we look around the world, if somebody is not guided by religious commandments, So, what's life about? Enjoying myself and having fun and feeling good. Right? No limits. Right? That's what, that's goof focused. They don't recognize their neshama. But on line 14, but the nefesh, our neshama is the opposite. We have to let it fly. We have to let it get uplifted and elevated, and feel spiritually connected. And he yearns for spiritual fulfillment. And therefore, life's about striking the balance between these two parts. We can't reject either of them. If either of them are rejected, then it's just not going to be a fulfilling and meaningful life. If we only focus on the physical, a person can never have enough physical pleasure and fulfillment and enjoyment. There's always more. There's always somebody else that has more. Keeping up with the Joneses, it's impossible. But if somebody only has spiritual, then they're not going to be able to have full spiritual fulfillment without caring for the physical as well. I mean, kamachin Torah. Mm-hmm. So says the Drashva Ha'iyun, the goal of life is to have the balance. And that's what Yahadus, Unique among all religions. Ya'adu says, have the balance. Umanech bedu, line 17. What does Chazal say? We all know the Gemara. Man was created either as a two-faced person or a two-headed person. Du part nivra. What does that mean? So you read the Gemara in it's Okay, he had two faces, and Hashem separated, and Chava was in the back. And, but he says, no, you know what it means, two faces? It means the guf and the neshama. There are two forces that are pulling us. We have the Ashkafa of the guf and we have the Ashkafa of the nefesh. Next paragraph, that's all background. Our job is to take our neshama, use it to purify, to sanctify our physical lives, and be involved in the world. Hashem didn't create Hashem created angels. But we're not supposed to be them. We're not supposed to be angels. Like Hashem has enough angels in Shemayim. Hu wants us to be people. He doesn't want us to be animals either. The only being in all of the trillion infinite number of creations that have Bakhira Khavshis. Only us. Baruch Hu gave us a gufan and a shama to try to fulfill our potential. And then he quotes on line 25, the Gemara Sanhedrin. If somebody is involved in Torah and a Torah lifestyle, he makes shalom between the upper palace and the lower palace, which we usually mean, you know, the Shem is happy with us and, and we live a fulfilling life. He says, no, it means the upper... The upper part of us, the neshama, and the lower part of us, the guf. The Torah is our instruction manual, how to live. So now we could get back, he says, to the Majrish. What did the Majrish say at the beginning of our parsha? The, Shem and the Tov had his shot. What did the Sheminatov say? Hashem created us last. Do what you want with it. Make yourself the best speaker, and that's why all creation waited, or don't fulfill your potential. No. The message is that we're created with these opposing forces, and we have to channel both of them to be able to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu with. Last paragraph in source number four. This is where we are, talks about Yoledas, and that we are created. So here, Dafka, the Major says, Achor, Rechetem, Sartani, line 10. From the part that always looks back or down, that's the guf, that looks for the drama chomri and and then the Khailik that always looks forward, kadima, that's the nefesh, and we have to try to find the balance. The delicate balance. And sometimes we're pulled one way or the other. It's a lifetime of, of work but it's work that brings us closer to HaGadosh Baruch Hu and that's what life's about. Okay. That is all the first Pesach. First Hup Sukim, Isha Ki So now let's focus on the second half of that Pesach. We have a lot at the beginning of our Parsha this week. An amazing Ha'ara of Rav Shamsher and Rav Al Hirsch. of Hirsch, the Pesach tells us let's read it again. Second Pesach in the Parsha. Yisrael Isha Ki Zachar A woman... Becomes pregnant, has a baby boy. Vitamah yamim. She becomes tamei for seven days. Tumas yoledes. Seven days for a boy, and fourteen days for a girl. The Torah adds in a phrase: Kimei nidas devosa titma. Just like Tumas Nida, so too Tumas Yoledes. So Yoledes has the same status as an isha Nida. Wonderful finds. So we read the passage, Okay, I know Tuma of Nida, and I know Tumas Yoledes. Says Rav Hirsch. One minute. We didn't learn Hilchas Nida yet in the Torah. That's at the end of Parshas Mitzvah. So what's the Chacham talking about? Thomas Moshe Rabbeinu gave us the Torah. A Yoledes is Tameh just like a Nida. We don't know Nida yet. How could you give that as in a just like? What do you mean just like? When Nida comes along, you can say just like Yoledes is Tameh, so too Nida is Tameh. But no, the Torah here, the beginning of Tazria says a Yoledes is Tameh just like a Nida is Tameh but need is only written in the end of Parshas Mitzorah. What? Ain That's about events in the Torah one could say that. And remember, we never like to say that unless we're forced to. Unless there's a real need for it. Chazal say it. Says of Hirsch, you know what this Pasek teaches us. Source number five, that Moshe Rabbeinu taught the entire Torah to Klaal Yisrael before it was written down. Before it was written. One could say, obviously, before Maimon Har Sinai, Moshe Rabbeinu comes down from Maimon Har Sinai and gives Bnei Yisrael up till that point what was in the Torah. Up till that point. The future events weren't given yet. But what about the later events? Did he... There is a machokis in the Gemara. Whether it was written down piecemeal or all at once. But let's say it was written down, there's an opinion in the Gemara, it was written down piece by piece as it happened. Most of Sefer Vayikra is not about, the first six, five, six parshios are not about any event that occurred. It's all halachos that Moshe Rabbeinu gave us. It's all halachos. Sezerav Hirsch, before it was written, before the written word was given to us, it was taught by Moshe Rabbeinu. That's what you'll learn from here. So they knew Hilchaznida. Nida, even though it's only at the end of Parshas Mitzorah. Statements like this may well be also an in intimation to us showing that the whole Torah had already been given in detail to the people and committed to their memory before it was given to them in the written form, says Rav Hirsch. Here, reference is made to the law of Nida, which is only given later on in Perak Tezvoth. Says Rav Hirsch, that's the yesod that we have to know. So, even though you might need to understand a later part of the Torah to fully appreciate an earlier part of the Torah, says Rav Hirsch, that's Okay. Because first there was Torah Sheh Before there was Torah Sheh In certain areas, says ah, alright. Then he continues and discusses what the word Nida means. Different to what it means, he says it's from the word Nadad, which means to wander. Nadad always designates a withdrawing away from a place or a person. Nadad, uh, husband and wife are separated and wandering from each other during the time when she is a nida. That's where the word nida comes from. I just wanted to share that refers though the Ha'ara that sometimes Torah Shabal Pep came before Torah Bihsa. Okay. The next pasik. Pasik Yemo. Uvayamashmini Yimo Bisar Ara. So there are two Parshios in the Torah that we could focus on in Yanima Mila. one is Parsha's lachlecha Hayera, and one is Parsha's Tazriya. yimo Yimabasar Alasso, this Pasik, as we have discussed, is a, is the source in the Torah that Amila is done on day eight no matter what. If it is Amila Bismano, even on Shabbos, Afila Bishabbos, that's what this Pasik is here. We know already from Sefer Bracious that it's on day eight. This is a totally extra Pasik to teach me that Brisbilo is on day eight even on, even on Shabbos. Various reasons have been suggested. Besides Xeris Sakasiv messages, shouldn't say reasons, messages of the mitzvah of Brismila. Messages of Brismila. Let's go through a few of them. Rav Asher Weiss catalogs, a number of them in source number six, after first quoting a medrash about Brismila, which we've touched on a number of years ago. But let's review the medrash, which is right here in our Parsha. Right? A lot of medrashim about Brismila are also in the Parsha. Even though, again, the crux is in the crux is earlier. Misa, Mila is something that bothered the other nations. Out of all the mitzvot, right? They couldn't handle Mila. It was so defining to the Jewish people. Right? Out of, throughout the history, all the Caesars that we have throughout history of different governments outlawing certain mitzvot. Generally, Matzah wasn't outlawed specifically. Hashavah Aveda was not outlawed. There were certain mitzvot that were outlawed. Building a market wasn't outlawed, right? Mila was outlawed. Shabbos was outlawed. There are certain mitzvahs that define a Jew. Mila's one of them. So, Ma'isa Shashal, Turnus Rufus, Arash, Rabbi Turnus Rufus. One of the famous wicked people in the Gemara and in the Midrashim, asked Rabbi Akiva, Whose creations are more beautiful, man's or God's? So Rabbi Akiva knew this was a this was a setup, obviously. He knew it was a trap. Um say so he's one step ahead. Human creations are better. Wasn't expecting that answer. Turnus Rufus! What are you talking about, Rabbi Akiva? You ever see the heavens? The sun and the moon and the stars? Could you do that, Rabbi Akiva? Rabbi Akiva, I know you're amazing. You're great. But the, the heavens that's not fair those aren't phys- we don't it's not shy for us to make those because we're physical beings you have to it's not it's not, in, it's not in our league it's not a fair question you have to ask something that it's shy for us to make something parallel so it's not fair to ask that he's a god and we're humans so Ella and Adam. Ask something about about this world. Amar leh, mipnei ma'atem molim. Okay, why do you do brismila? God created you, a whole human, and you go and mutilate yourself. You finish it. What's with brismila? Says Rabbi Akiva, I knew that was what you were going to ask me. Amar ani shal I knew that's what was behind your, your questions. How did Rabbi Akiva know? Was there something that tipped him off? we will have to get back to that. But that's exactly why I told you that human human achievements are greater in a sense. Says Rabbi Akiva, who obviously knows. But he says, let me give you a mashiach. Turnus Rufus, mashiach. Baruch Hu, Ma No Akarish Baruch Hu, heviloh. Rabbi Akiva, shebalim megluskos. Rabbi Akiva brings Turnus Rufus wheat and cookies. Teres Rufus, which one's more useful? Which one's better? You want to chew on some wheat? Or would you like a cookie? Ask Rabbi Akiva. this is what God made. This is what we made. Which do you think is better? Aren't cookies better than wheat? What's he talking about? What is it? It's a it's a. It's a game? What was Rabbi Kiva's answer? He asks him about bris mili, he answers him about cookies and wheat. So let's hold off on that. Hashem, with the last idea that Rabbi Hashem says, he's going to relate back to the, to the medrash. But before that, he relates to some of the other ideas that we've mentioned over the years. But anybody has a bris this week or a shalom Zakhar. Some of the ideas could be related. Some of the other thoughts this evening could be related to other smachot. Either way, let's continue. So first he goes to Rahm and the morning the Rambam of the Moranavuchim quotes two ideas relating to Brismila. Number one, and this is uh, has to be researched medically, HaRambam of Moranavuchim HaRambam mantas kasav. And you always have to take what the Rambam says about Tame HaMitzvos in Moranavuchim with a grain of salt. The Rambam writes about a number of Tamei HaMitzvos in Mishnah Torah, not too many, at the end of every Sefer of the Rambam. He talks, he mentions, he gets into Hashkafa. At the end of almost every Sefer. At the end of some halachas too the end of the Philchus Lula, the end of the filchus Mi'ilah, the end of the Mizbeach, a number of areas he gets into Hashkafa. But in Mor he gives the reason for many, many mitzvahs. About 90% of them are anti-Avodah Almost all the mitzvahs in Mor are anti-Avodah It's amazing. But here he says, other suggestions. What's the mitzvah? Mila. Says number one, the ayde haarla nechlesh kovach taifa. Somehow, our physical desire in the area of our raios is minimized by physically doing something to the makam ha-milah. Okay. Number one. Number two says the Rambam, line five on the bottom. Tam nosaf kidei shekal bnei yisrael bnei kelchai yelo hem siman mishutaf begufam. We have a signet. We have a sign that we are God's people. We have a sign. There's never a moment in our life. Why does a chayal wear a uniform? And you see the chayal and you know, he's in the tzavah, he's in the army. A uniform identifies that I'm part of the team. I have a certain purpose, I have a tachlis. Sivas Hashem, so to the army of God. Let's cut off a little on the bottom. She'yilam os v'simen begufam. She'ko Yisrael an she'chai Hashem. We are God's army. The Rampa. Rabin B'chai has a different idea. Fascinating. In Parsha's Lech Lecha, we mentioned this in Parsha's here Lech a number of years ago, where Rabin Bachai says there are three mitzvahs that are called signs, osos. Three mitzvahs. Tillin, Shabbos and Mila. Those three are called signs. Shabbos, kodeshi, osi, Kodesh, Osi, B'Tachar, is called an Os, and Bris is called an Os. And Rabbin Bachai says, fascinatingly, Dim Yaakum Davar. You always need two witnesses. Two witnesses. Bris is always one of our witnesses. During the week, we also have Tvilin. On Shabbos, we have Shabbos. And not Tvilin. So it's our sign, which fits to what the Ramam just said. It's a signet. It's a sign. On a Jew. But now we have something new from the Chassam Sofer. Says the Chassam Sofer, you know what the Mila is about? And why it was so important for Avram Avidu? Right? 20th generation or so. Right? 10 from Adam to Noah, another 10 from Noah to Abraham, Right? About the 20th generation so early, Hashem says, Bris Mila. says the Chassam Sofer, it's connecting back to Adam Harisha. On a Kabbalistic level, says the Chassam Sofer, we know the Arla, the foreskin, is an extra piece of skin, it's extra. What do you mean extra? Says the Chassam Sofer. It relates back to the extra covering that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave Adam and Chava when they were embarrassed, when they were misbosheshed. That whole covering, says the Chazam Sofer, was only needed because of the chate. Because there was a sin, they needed a covering. So, forevermore, says the Chazam Sofer, every Jew has to do a symbolic act. They are born with. Akadosh Baruch Hu makes every boy born with an extra piece of skin. The or, right? Kosmos or. Or, Arla, right? Or, Lashem. You might say Arlah. It's the Or that connects us to God. Going back to the Kosnos, Or. V'hizeicher la. mitzvahs milah. We remove it! HaKadosh Baruch we don't want anything to do with that chet. We're being miszaki in the chet. eitz hadas to Adam v'chava. That's the chassam sofer. Says Rav Asher is based on this chassam sofer, maybe we, we could return to the medrash we started off with. Turnus Rufus asked, "What's with Mila?" I mean, what's what was behind this question? Why didn't you, God finish the job? Gave you this extra piece of skin? You know, doesn't serve a purpose. Even most non-Jews, you know, have a have a circumcision. So, what's this, this extra piece of skin? Right, non-Jews also come from, from Adam and Chava. Says the Milchas Asher, eleven. Let me explain. What did Rabbi Kiva answer to the brismila question? Cookies are better than wheat. What does that mean? What does that have to do with brismila? Says the. It's very strange to understand that. Right? We took God's raw materials and we made them into cookies. What does that have to do with brismila? This is better? Not better. It's just later in the process. I understand. that Baruch gave us wheat and we use it. So he says, no, line 16. There are many Chazals that say, Shabbos davlamid. When Mashiach comes, a seed in Ilona Shomotzi in Peres Yom. An apple tree will give apples every single day. Or the Gemarang Subis. All the trees that don't produce fruit will start producing fruit. Other Chazals say, Cookies are gonna grow on trees. What are all of these about? The Based on other chazal, says of Ashurwais, if it's gonna happen in the future, it's based on a Ramban and Bracius, that's what was happened before the Khait of Adam and Chava. HaKadosh Baruch Hu did give us the final product. It grew cookies and khawa. It grew from the ground. That was the that was the, the punishment. Right? You're going to have to work for it now. I'll give you some raw materials. But now you have to work for it. As we've quoted in the past, remember? The Medrash tells us at the end of Brashas that up until Noach, nobody had fingers. They, was, they didn't have separated digits. Their fingers, it was like a mitten because they didn't have to use tools. Kershbarkel gave them everything on a silver platter. After the though. Now we're going to have to work. Noach was the first boy born with independent digits, with fingers. And that's why they said, Oh, he's going to help us because he can hold a shovel. Harei, kula, Before the chait, there were cookies. There was no wheat. Everything was perfect. From HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Says, Turnus Rufus HaRashad Rabbi Akiva, what's with the R law? What's with this extra R? Rabbi Akiva says, it's the same thing, cookies and wheat. The R is because of the chayt of Adam. And we try to fix that. So, that's the same idea. This is what we have. We have to do our cookies now, but it's relating back to the same, the same chayt. Line twenty two, Rabbi Akiva. Kishem, it's a parallel. Kishem Shanut Wa asos shibam just like we have to work and do something because of the hate We don't get cookies. We take wheat and make it into cookies, that's what we have to do by Brismila too. We have to fix what was done by the first man, which he encapsulates obviously all of us. We're not blaming him, we are him. Mishum khidalonyadum bhachade adas. Had we not sinned, we would have everything perfect. The same reason we have to perfect ourselves here, because we're going back to Adam. This extra R is from the extra protection that was given. But now we say, Hashem, we don't want any. We don't want any protection, right? We only want protection directly from you. We don't want anything connected to that to that chet. And that was, Rabbi Akiva's, that was Rabbi Akiva's answer. And then he continues and quotes other ideas we're not going to go into now. The last idea he mentions is, is a, um, the idea of a karbon, that where there's somewhat of an akeda when a father brings his son to a brismila and the sandik is the mizbeach, that's why the sandik is such a special and unique uh, job, avoda. My people, the special kolacha bracha that a gives, but that is the other, the last idea that he mentions about a karba. So, four or five ideas related to Brismila. One hawachic idea, hawachic discussion. Once we're on the topic of Brismila? and then we'll have to mention one idea about saras. It is parsha tazria. Says in the vaharevna, Rav Zilbristin discusses a question which he basically answers. It's a truva of Moshe Feinstein. But what's the question? She'ila man yenes, says, Rav Zilberstein in source number nine was given to the postkin. There was a Moel Yerach Shamayim, and there was a Jew. Line three, Pane la Yehudi Biyom Shlishi. The moel says, a Jew came to me on Tuesday and says, I need your services. He had a baby. Please, this Friday. You know, I need. Uh, I need you. It's like wonderful, amazing. This Friday. He asked him a couple of the details. How's the baby? Healthy? The mother? And when I asked him, I wanted to just make sure, you know, the details exactly when he was born. He tells me, oh, he's born last week on Wednesday. Last week on Wednesday? So day eight is tomorrow. What about tomorrow? Yeah, my relatives will work during the week. Friday, everybody's off. Everybody's off on Friday. It's convenient. It'll work out. So we're going to do it Friday. We're going to do it Friday. It's uh, okay. I just need you as the Moab. So what does the Moab do? Oh, yeah, it's, it's really, you know, we're going back to Adam Arisha, uh going back to Avraham Avinu, the first mitzvah, please, if you could, he tries and he tries and there is no budging, this man, who obviously wasn't so observant, obviously he's going to do the Mila, but finally the man says, listen, if you don't want to do it, I'll get somebody else to do it. But he won't be as orthodox as you are. So what does the Moel do? If he doesn't do it, this kid will probably not have a proper brismila. But he is being an aiding and abetting a brismila on purpose, shalobism. If he says okay, then at least the boy will have a mila properly, shalobism, a couple of days late. So what does this Moel do? Yesh line sixteen. Okay, if somebody does something wrong, somebody does something wrong. I can't be involved with a mila that was pushed off on purpose. Negat Torah. Oh, shema or not? Maybe. I, what about the kid? Feel bad for the kid. The kid is going to grow up being an RL if he doesn't get a good bris mila. So what do you do? So says the Harevna, He says it's a shuvah for Moshe. Remotion, Yaradei, and Beisim, and Kuf he quotes it verbatim. And he give it to you, quotes it verbatim. Day 8 is on Thursday. And the father is, not and Friday in Israel is Sunday in America. And he wants to wait till Sunday. Right in America. Whenever we hear of a brisk baby born on Sunday, we're like, ha! Right, it was like, great, because the Brist, the, the, you're not gonna it at six o'clock in the morning. Right, it'd be a little later. But, Rav Moshe was asked. Moshe was asked, this type of case, somebody wanted to push off the to Sunday, what do you do? Says Ramosha Feinstein. Posek ador. On the next page. Hey, Shiver Moshe. Pashut, it's obvious. The mole does the Mila whenever it is. It's late, it's late. Shitsarek Moel Kasher, La Mulo Kadesh Shes Kayim Mitslas Milah Avshalav Why? Shai Kol Yisrael Mechulu Lamulo. mulo. What's so fine? The good, the proper day passes. But now today, today is Sunday. Today is Friday. Every Jew has to make sure Kol Yisrael Aravim Zalaze that this baby has an appropriate Bris. So it's two days later, two days late. What about the baby? The Nimsa, Kasher Moam Ksheiram Pusul Mulo. If somebody else does, then they're going to violate their Kol Yisrael Aravim Zalaze. Kiva Chayav Hadavar that's where Rav says. And if we're here too, he should do it on Friday. But Rav Zoverstein adds one point. He shouldn't accept money for doing the Mila. Because accepting money for doing the Mila shows that you're the shliach of the father. And you're here the shliach of the baby more than you're the shliach of the father. If you're the shliach of the father, then you're gonna and abetting the Avera, the meal that was pushed off on purpose. So, you got to do this one, L'Shema. Got to do this one, Lashma. You can't get out of it. That's appropriate. If he takes it, you know, also, what's the, what's the father going to be thinking? Oh, yeah, you want me to do it, but it's not really so bad. Yeah, he took the money. If he sees that you don't take the money, he will realize. Maybe there's a chance for the next boy. And therefore, says the Harevna that I agree with Rmoshe, but I just add one hosafa. Don't take the money. Okay, moving right along. Last thoughts for the evening. Mitzorah, Got to talk about Saras a little bit. We have next week's parsha also to talk about Saras. This week, this year is Bar Hashem. Every Parsha gets its own week. But let's go back to the Psukim for a moment. It says the Torah in Parak Gimo, Vay Davarashema Mosheve Ela Haron lemar. Chef says to Moshe Aur. Adam. Kiyebarbisarosa Aeso Sabah so baheres vaya barbisarosa. There is a recurring word, phrase, that it doesn't seem to have to need to repeat. Or Bisaro the skin of his flesh. If a person has kiyev ba or b'sarro, seizos zabachas Baharas, a different type of spot. vahaya ba or b'sarro, l'negat bring it to the kohen. V'ra ha kohen es a nega ba or b'sarro. V'seir b'negah fachlavon v'chulu amok me or The V'imeres lavonah he ba And he continue. V'hine. What's the emphasis? Just say it once. Just say it on his basar. Right, on his Or just you don't say anything, you know the spot. Right? Varaza coin is a nega. You know where the nega is. It's on or b'saru. You said that twice in the first passage Why do you have to repeat or or, or, abasar, or abasar a number of times? Two opposite answers. Two opposite answers. First from Rav in and Alzaimatorah, and then from the Arachaya Makadish. Says Rav Ba'ar abasar. Source 11 on the top left. Kama vakama paamim namar benishna b'varsha zu. negahi or Habasar o bi'ar. or over and over again. Umaba kosavad gish. What's the fuzzy emphasizing? The H. Lomar says the Azaim la Torah. Lafisha mishune machla zu mikola machlos apnemios. This machla is different than any other internal disease. Shari gamzui machla pnemus. This also, it comes from within us. Our whole essence acts inappropriately. That's the disease. These are just symptoms on the outside. You know what the emphasis is? Not only does God make you sick in a unique way, as saras, a certain unique type of sickness, but he gives you an os, an external sign for everyone to see. An os kayin, as he calls it. Remember, cain also got an os. Shezarchalot saras b'mitzcho. The measure says in Breshis, kayan got saras. Right, the medrash says he had a dog. The medrash says there was a uh, a sign on him that said, "I killed my brother." Right, all different pshatim. The, the the ground shook at whenever he walked. But one of the one of the opinions is that he had saras. <speaking in Hebrew> what is the oath teaching me? <speaking in> but <Hebrew> our Hashem gives the person an oath to hopefully encourage him to do tshuva from his life of lashon hara. Right, remember. This is the final stage. Hashem started with your house, and then goes to your clothing, and you still didn't listen, and now it's on the skin. Really, this person is high Misa. misa. El nit Hashem has and he has a compromise, just like in Cain. Okay, I won't kill you. I'll make you wander. Right, a is hash Vahamakam guys called alno. What does Moshe Rabbeinu say, or what does Aaron say to Moshe, complaining about Miriam? Natihi kames. Vayachal Half of us are dead because of Mitzorah is of kames. So if we have a uh, Kaya deserved to die, he was chay of misa. Hashem gives it gives him an os. So Saras is an external os, Line twenty one love. supposed to be a warning. We're supposed to get it. We're supposed to change. We're supposed to improve. This is the message. Emphasizing that it's external to be a little embarrassing. Yes. After all the embarrassing that this person does in his life with his tongue, Kodesh Baruch wants to give him a little taste. And hopefully help him improve in that way. That's one answer. The Archaim HaKadosh has the exact, not the exact opposite answer, but a different emphasis. says the Archaim HaKadosh. Quoting a different part of the Pasuk, but it's the opposite message. Beginning of this discussion of Mitzorah starts off with Adam Ki'yeh. Adam. Adam is a very special washo. It doesn't say ish, it says Adam. What is Adam? says the Archaim HaKadosh in source number 12. Here is Adar Khamram What Chazal say in a number of places. But Matsia, Yevamas, Atem, Kruyim Adam, Vein Akum Kruyim Adam. The word Adam is used to symbolize the Jews. Shaina Akum at Tamim The fact that it says Adam here, only a Jew can get Saras. Non-Jews can't get Saras. What is Adam? Adam is a lashon of Hashivus. Adam is a lashon of uplifted. Uba Amro. So Dafka, the word Adam is used. When it comes to tsaras, why? And Dafka on the skin? To tell us that every Jew still has that Yid alive and well. It's just the outside. It's the Orab that's affected. But there's still hope. Modiya Hakasov, Saras, Bisha Yisraeli, It's not in chait is not a natural state of a Jew. We fall to our yetzers, but it's only on the Ar And there's hope for every Jew. There's hope for every Jew. And the, the Imre Barak I'm, I in the sefer, expands on this. He says, maybe that's even why that the, some of the messages of Saras Ardavka learned out from Tumas Saras on the person, even if a person is, as we said before, has Saras even on his body. He's so far into the chayt, not just on his house, on his clothes. Even he is an Adam. Even he has the power. Because the Pintel is never, the light is never extinguished. And if we started off with a thought related to Inyane agada from on the Rasha, maybe we'll end off with something we quoted a number of years ago, but it relates perfectly to Parshas tazria. And that is, we've quoted in the past from Rav Salvechik, why is it that in the story of the redemption, Parsha Shmos, the first vision, HaKadosh Baruch Hu uses, the first picture he uses to appear to, a, Baruch Hu, to, appear to Moshe Rabinu with is a burning bush. Why dafka Asnet? That's not being consumed on the inside. Why is that what was picked by Hashem? So says Rav Salvechik, I'll ask you another question. Avadim hayinu leparo b'Mitzrayim. Why do we use a as Asked the Rav. We were avadim to paro. Avadim hayinu Liparo. Wouldn't it have been a little smoother to say avde paro hayinu, not avadim hayinu leparo, but avde paro hayinu? Just like we say halu avde Hashem. We don't say avadim Hashem. So why do we say avadim hayinu leparo and not avde like paro? Says Reb Salveitschik, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu was telling Moshe Rabbeinu by the sneh, that you think the Jews are beyond. You think they don't deserve to be redeemed. You think they're too far gone. The last time Moshe was there, he almost got killed because of a fellow Jew. Still Torah, on you. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, as a whole, they might be burning up on the outside with Averis, but inside they're pure. Inside, VaSne will call. Ava, av paro would have given the impression that we were totally identified with Paro. That was our ma'uz, like we were Avde Hashem. No, no, no. It was a social reality. That's all it was. Avademayinu liparo. You're right, one more second there. We would have been Avdeparo. But we were Avademayinu liparo. Moshe, don't give up on my people. That's the snet. And that's Mayinu liparo, not Avdeparo. And that's Adam. He's still an Adam. We he shouldn't give up on any Jew. And B'Hashem HaKadosh who should help all of us bring all Jews close to him, be inspired by him, and be ready for the Chodesh HaGaula that is coming upon us, Benisa Nigao, Benisa Nasid and